You're listening to Chewing the Fat On Demand. Welcome to it. This is Chewing the Fat with yours truly, Jeff Fisher. And today is a very special day. And I say that, I mean, every day is a special day on Chewing the Fat. But today, today, not only do we have breaking news that you will just put a big smile on your face. We also have the fat pile to go through. And I mean, today we have a serious fat pile. It's Fat Pile Friday. All right, breaking news. Could I save this story? Yes, I could. And get right to the fat pile? But no. No, this is the reason that there is fat piles. Okay, because other stories pop up and I I decide that I have to do them. So the fat pile, we'll get to it. We just might not get to all the fat. Alec Baldwin, bless his heart, arrested earlier today, November 2nd, 2018. He was arrested because he was trying to hold a parking spot open near his house. I love the fact of thinking about Alec standing out in front of his building with a parking space, just standing there, telling people, keep moving, keep moving, waiting for the wife or his friend to pull up. (laughs) And so somebody just pulled in. He got into a fight, punched the other man, told him to F off. You know, it was, do you know who I am? This is my spot. I'm holding it open. Uh, You can't park here. And the other person decided, um, I don't care who you are. I can park here. The spot is open. Get out of my way. So he was arrested. Uh, it's a third-degree misdemeanor crime carrying a maximum punishment of one year in jail. All right, no way he goes to jail for this. I mean, he just gives the guy a few bucks and we're moved on, right? There's no way he goes to jail for this, Alec Baldwin. But I will say, uh, last month, remember, when we talked about Alec Baldwin, I did talk about him being back on his meds. This proves that he's back off him again. And that's what happens, right? Uh, with people who are who need meds to calm themselves down. Um, they go on the meds and they start feeling good and everything is wonderful and we are good to go and life is good. I'm so you know what? Life is so good I don't need to even take my meds. And then whoosh, off the deep end you go. And that's where he's at. So good. And uh, even our president, Donald Trump, uh, commented earlier today uh, on the Alec Baldwin situation. I want to quote our president, Donald Trump, for you. Wish him luck. (laughs) Thank you, Don. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's perfect answer. Perfect. I wish him luck. Plus, he's in trouble anyway. He tweeted out his picture. Did he tweet? put it on Instagram and Facebook? I mean, he put it on all the social media accounts with, uh, with his picture uh, that said, uh, sanctions are coming. But he used the Game of Thrones, the font of Game of Thrones, for sanctions are coming. You know, obviously, if you don't watch Game of Thrones, winter is coming. Okay? You know that that's their... Winter is coming. And uh, Game of Thrones, of course, was just jumping for joy that Donald J. Trump was using their font for his Twitter account and sanctions. 
<laughs> they are not happy at all. And uh, so that'll, that'll be a nice little battle. I don't know if HBO will go after him for that or if just the just they'll take the hit uh, from the Game of Thrones actors and actresses beating him up. If that's just the case, Trump can handle that. That's like that's like every day, right? But uh, HBO has commented. Oh no! Wow! Did you say that on the air? Say that on the air. Seriously, Chris Cruz. Nothing but time waiting for you on the podcast. It's okay. I said that HBO sent out a tweet saying, how do you say trademark misuse in Dothraki? Dothraki? Yes, Dothraki. Yeah. Is that their language? Do you not watch Game of Thrones? I'm still at season three. (sighs) Uh, Sophie says, ill. Sophie Turner, one of the actresses. And Massey Williams says, not today. Uh-huh. Yeah, because uh, there's no way that any of those people on Game of Thrones uh, like Donald Trump. There's just no way. They're all Hollywood uh, Hollywood do-gooders. Uh, HBO says, we were not aware of this messaging and will prefer our trademark not be misappropriated for political purposes. Oh, yeah. They're not, they're not That's their happy. official statement. Now, I'd like to see, uh, right, but... I mean, it's it's a font, right? So you can't trademark a font. HBO would probably differ. Their attorneys are probably going to differ with that and say, uh, you know what, uh, we can't, uh, we can't trademark a font, and uh, we want that removed. I mean, that's what the that's what normally happens, right? He'll take a big hit for it. But normally, when you do something like that in um, in media, say if I played a song uh, for an open of chewing the fat. And I just played it, right? Now, A, um, they would charge the Blaze a bunch of money because it's happened before. And uh, if I, usually what happens though, they would say, they would send a cease and desist. And they would say, hey, knock it off. We don't want you using our song. Don't use it anymore. And all the shows that you've, that you've aired that have the song, get rid of. And, so you do, unless you want to fight in court over the song. And you you get rid of it, you don't use it anymore, and you go back and you take it out of the past for shows, period. And you it doesn't cost anybody any money except for time and time and energy. But since it's Trump, I mean they might go after him hard just to prove a point. That's a tough one. Man. I mean there's all he's got to do is sanctions are coming. He's just trying to be funny. You know, get over your hate a little bit. Plus, good Lord, HBO. It's been so long since a new episode of Game of Thrones, nobody even remembers your font. I mean, you've got the new season coming up. When? Another three or four months or five months, so 2019. And and you couldn't even do a full season? We've got like maybe four and a half episodes or something? Actually, I think there's like six or eight. But it's not the point. Their other seasons were all 10 to 14 episodes. They couldn't even pull that off. I mean, come on. And now you're going to get pissed because the president has given you a little promotion with the font? He should charge you. Man, I sounded like Fox there for a second. We got to move on. I got to stop.
All right, let's get to the fat pile, shall we? And by the fat pile, just so you understand what I'm talking about, all week we do stories and we try to bring you, you know, interesting stories and we try to bring you updating news stories and stuff that I like that I think you'll like. We try to have some fun. But as the week progresses, you end up with just a stack of stories you never get to. And you can see uh, when I post, uh, we start doing a daily Instagram every day, a, a pre show Instagram on the stories that we're going to do and ideas that Chris has and ideas that I have and stories that we have lined up. And you can see that, you know, there's usually two or three rows of stories and they're great stories. We talk about them. We've got great ideas. And then we just don't get to them. There's just the interest of time. Uh, we just don't get to them. You know, we tried what this podcast is about, you know, anywhere from 40 to 45 minutes long. Because I want to keep you engaged. Uh, you know, I could do a three-hour podcast every day, but you don't want that. You know, I want you to be able to download the podcast and listen on your way home. Download the podcast and listen while you're, you know, you're making dinner, you're putzing around after dinner, uh, you know, or you're riding somewhere, you're taking your kids to some game and you're listening to the podcast. That's fine. I, I, that's what I want. I, and uh, I just feel like a three-hour podcast is just Okay. That's that's enough. And that's what I try to do sometimes with the Saturday podcast. They, they sometimes are a little bit longer because I do an interview and stuff that I, you know, I think are a little bit more engaging and you have a little bit more time on the weekend. So anyway, well, all that being said, we'll get to the fat pile. All right. We've got uh, the Connors. I'm going to just start at the top. I've got I've broken it in two. It's just like a deck of cards. Look, let me split the deck in half. Now pick a story. The Connors with Roseanne crashes and burns. ABC orders just one more episode. That's too bad. I feel like they never gave that show a, a, a fair a fair shot. You know, they. I feel like because uh, it wasn't that bad. I I, I kind of enjoyed it. Uh, there were some things that could have been done differently, but I enjoyed it. And I think that they. I don't think they gave it enough. I don't think they gave it enough time. Uh, I mean, the network still has the view on it. Are you kidding me? You still got the those wonderful females on that show on the air every day and you can't give the Connors a couple more weeks. It just doesn't, it doesn't seem right. Eh, what do I know? Uh, the eight year old girl that, uh, found the Swedish, uh, Viking era sword. So cool. She's uh, walking in a lake, a little eight year old go, Oh, what did I just step on? Oh man. I feel like I stepped on something. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. It's a sword. She pulls it up out of the water, says, hey, Dad, look at this. Dad comes rushing up, checks it out, takes it and says, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, they believe it's pre-Viking, 5th or 6th century A.D., pre-Viking. Uh, it's amazing. It looks really cool. And it's been underwater in the dirt forever. So, it, I mean, it's preserved. The water's really cold in the lake that they were at. And, of course, they blame it on, uh, you know, climate change. Because the water's so low that she was able to walk on it. Oh, is that it? Oh, okay. Another thing that kind of ticked me off about this story. Um, the dad takes it and gives it to the museum. And says, uh, yeah, they can have it. Uh, no? How about the eight-year-old girl say, no? Uh, dad, uh, that's mine. I found it. How about we keep it? Maybe at least, I don't know, sell it? Who's going to give it to the museum? No. 
uh, well, it's better for the future if the museum has it and they're able to hold it. No. If my daughter found that and said, Dad, we should give it to the museum, that's it. She's out. She's out. Well, if she gave it to Mercury One. All right, on the air as I'm talking to you. Because she said, we should give it to Mercury One, Dad. I would say that you're right, honey. We should go to bed. And then when she got up to the next morning, she'd forget about it. Because, uh, I mean, we should give it to Mercury One after we figure out exactly how much it's worth. So we get our, you know, our tax benefits out of it. I was going to give it to him for nothing. Right? No? MercuryOne.org. Help him if you can. <laughs> All right, so don't be pulling Mercury One out of the hat on me like that. I'm talking about this girl in Sweden, giving it to a museum. Don't make me feel bad. Still, though, still, should be yours, right? Let's move on before I get myself into more trouble with Mercury One. MercuryOne.org. By the way, their uh, gal is coming up the 17th of uh, this month. Uh, November, uh, right here at the Mercury Studios in Dallas, Texas, Irving, Texas, Las Colinas, Texas, same place. Yeah, it's all DFW, same thing. And uh, you should come. You should come. Or you can just go to mercuryone.org and uh, look at the uh, auction items uh, that they've got on sale online. They'll be, we usually have a, we have a live auction here as well during the gala. You can uh, get a raffle ticket for the new Mercedes-Benz, 100 bucks, get you in the drawing. You don't even have to be here. You don't have to be present to win. I, I kind of I don't like that. That must be some law, because I think if you're not here, you're not get you're not getting a car, right? Put your hundred bucks in and you show up for the gala. We're not good enough for you to show up. You're not good enough to get the car. But that's not the way it works. <laughs> that's not the way it works. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter whether you're here or not. If we draw your ticket number, you win the car. As was proof positive last year. Right, the couple that won the truck, uh, they uh, they weren't here. They came in to get it, though. It was, they were quick to show up to pick it up, though. They couldn't be here for the night. And I guess they're going to be here for the drawing of the Mercedes, too. So it'll be yeah, it'll be good to see them. They're the one drawing the number, and it'll be fun. I've driven. I, did I draw the one? Year? I think I did draw the number one year. Don't shake your head. I think I did. We were up on stage with the with the hopper. The numbers, we were up on stage with the hopper, and it was, I was with Dana and Glenn. We were up there. You sure? You sure I didn't pick the number for the Mercedes? Or the, was, was it Glenn? Because it was a Mercedes that year, too, a couple, two or three years ago. When we were up at... All right. You are pissing me off now. <laughs> Chris Cruz, Mr. Mercury, one expert. L.A. District Attorney. We're moving on. We're good. We've got a fat pile to get to. L.A. District Attorney declined sex assault case against Sylvester Stallone. What? I thought they, everybody was guilty. Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office on Tuesday uh, announced it declined a case of sexual assault filed against Sylvester Stallone. According to a case document, the female victim claimed she was assaulted by the actor in 1987 and 1990. While the victim did provide witnesses... None of their versions of events corroborated the claims made. The statute of limitations had also passed on allegations. Last December, 
Sylvester Sly was accused of sexual assault in a claim made by the Santa Monica Police Department. The actor, if you remember correctly, uh, disputed those claims vehemently. But the Santa Monica police in the Me Too movement era filed the case. Previously, the district attorney declined to prosecute sex crime cases against Kevin Spacey, Anthony Anderson, Steven Seagal, and because of statute of limitations had passed, and one reporting party declined to be interviewed by authorities for the case. Now, of course, they're still reviewing cases against Harvey. We don't, we don't want to make any bad moves against Harvey because he's the founding father of the Me Too movement, and he's everything that's been claimed against Harvey is absolutely true, 100%. It has to be believed. He's guilty. Except, uh, you know, maybe not. Uh, maybe not. So anyway, Sly's, uh, Sly's good, and it was you know good for him to do. You still have time today if you're listening on November 2nd, 2018. Starbucks giving away the free usable, reusable cups. Uh, the red cups, the holiday Starbucks cups, go there today. They give you the free cup. You know, you're going to buy the coffee and stuff. That's how free it is. It's free, but you got to buy the buy the coffee. And you can only buy. Uh, they're giving you a they're giving you a free cup, but you only but you have to buy one of the six holiday drinks uh, to go in it. Uh, you get the peppermint mocha, toasted white chocolate mocha, the caramel brulee latte. The caramel the caramel brulee latte is the one my wife loves. And she does not a big Starbucks fan, but she loves that caramel brulee latte, the chestnut praline latte, or the gin- the gingerbread latte, or the eggnog latte. I just want my French vanilla cappuccino, please. Why can't I just get? I tell you what, I want to order the the peppermint mocha made like a French vanilla cappuccino in the holiday cup. Okay, can we do that? No, sir. But if you order that, then you get your little reusable cups from Starbucks, the red holiday cups. And they're just so gosh darn cute. And what's good about them, this is what's cool about them. Starbucks, okay, you use it again at Starbucks, and they give you a whole 50 cents off the next purchase. Huh? How cool is that? From November 3rd to January 7th, Anytime you purchase a holiday beverage. So I could go get a French vanilla cappuccino, but still they wouldn't give me the 50 cents off. I guess they'd put it in my holiday cup, but they wouldn't give me the 50 cents off. You get 50 cents off your drink order. Huh? Now, that's the red Starbucks cup. The four other holiday cups. The retro designs. Houndstooth. Houndstooth and stripes, and are varying shades of red, green, and white. Those are the regular holiday ones. Those are the you don't get to reuse those. And you can get Starbucks for the holiday blend coffee K cups in grocery stores and on Amazon now. But you're not going to be able to get the reusable red cup. Ugh. Sadly, I spent too much money at Starbucks. And not because I'm a big Starbucks fan, but, uh, you know, like I said, my wife likes that caramel brulee latte. And my daughter loves the uh, pink drinks, the strawberry pink drinks. So uh, the first few times I went through the drive-thru, can I help you? Yes, uh, like the large uh, strawberry pink drink. And the guy on the other end is kind of like, okay. I would buy myself buying a pink drink. 
giving me the look of, oh, okay. I mean, Starbucks judging me. Starbucks is judging me ordering a strawberry pink drink. I think not. I think not. Toronto Airport, we did this, right? The cannabis uh, trash cans are not free weed bins. We did this story. Why is this in the fat pile? Right? We did this story. I told you we did some of the stories. I'm just saying that's in the fat pile. I mean, we did this story earlier, right? We, we, you we, like this, to recycle sto- this story pile. actually was done already. Wasting the people's time going through the fat pile with these old stories. KFC gives a huge prize to a couple. Did we do this story? Yes, you did. I told you. We did this story? Yes. No, we did. We did the KFC story? Yep. When Arlen. We, yesterday? Girl, $11,000. Yesterday? Yes. We did? We talked about it, but I don't think we never made, we never made it to air, right? It did? I haven't used my, what I'm going to name my kids punchline and everything? Go ahead. No, I'm just asking if we, we actually did that? Go ahead. Don't roll your eyes. What's the name? What's the name? McDonald's is bringing back a $6 classic meal deal. Uh, that doesn't sound like much of a deal. Does not sound like much of a deal. I'm sorry. The $6 classic meal deal. Six bucks. Six bucks, you get a quarter pounder with cheese, Big Mac, 10-piece chicken McNuggets, or filet of fish One of those, with any one of your choices, you get a, any size soft drink, okay? So if you're, no matter what you get, I mean, if, you, if, you, if you're normally at a McDonald's and you order a small, and you're going to eat inside, Always order a small because you can refill for free. Just don't let them catch you refilling. In the, uh, you can get a small, any size soft drink or sweet tea and a small fry as well as an apple pie or seasonal pie for dessert. For six bucks? That seems too much. It really does. So you get a, I get, I get a, I get a, a burger or a fish fillet, 10 piece nuggets. All right, one of those. You had a small fry? No. No, honey. Maybe a medium. I mean, you're getting a little chintzy on the fries lately anyway. And your little kid's meal fry that's about the size of two fries? No, thank you. In fact, I, I the first time that was purchased in, in my life, I about sent it back. I, I could not believe that's what they were saying is the fries for the kid's meal. I seriously, I, I, that is I guess it's too fat. I'm too fat is what it is. Plus, they've done something to their fries. Remember when they messed with their fries and stuff? They don't taste the same anymore. Yeah, they, they messed with the oil. The oil's supposed to be better for you, and it's not the same. It's not the same. I, I get that, you know, they don't want me to have a heart attack because of McDonald's fries. It's too late. If I'm ordering a large thing of fries from McDonald's, it's not up to you to decide whether it's not your fault. Okay? It's not up to you. We did the British Food Magazine. That's in there. I mean, we did this story. Why is it in the fat pile? We've done the we've done the McRib story. Did we do the McRib story? We did the McRib story on Pat. We didn't do the McRib story on this show because McDonald's is bringing back the McRib. And God bless their hearts for the McRib. Now, somewhere in this fat pile is actually what's in the McRib because this story was the one I did on Pat Gray Unleashed that talks about... Uh, 
the sandwich being uh, a boneless pork patty, barbecue sauce, onions, and pickles. That's what the McRib is. However, uh, when you delve into it just a little bit deeper, uh, when we go a little bit farther into the fat pile, we're going to tell you exactly what is in the uh, – trying to see if I can actually find it fast here in the fat pile. Oof, digging through the fat. Should have put some gloves on. Um all right, well, play some music or something while I'm digging through the fat pile and see if I can find the the McRib, what's in the actual McRib, because it is not real good. Oh, here it is. In fact, this is 10 facts of... <laughs> I know I want to know 10 meaty facts about McDonald's McRib sandwich. I mean, seriously, no matter what fat pile, we're not going through all 10, maybe seven. All right, so the sandwich contains no kangaroo. This is this is one of the 10 facts. This is how they get to 10. This is like the slideshows. This is like the slideshows. The story slideshows. Find out what really happened on the set of the Brady Bunch. 18 slides in, you get to the actual fact. The first 17 slides are, when they first started, then they had this happen. So the sandwich contains 70 ingredients. Not just, not just the meat sauce. Not just the boneless pork patty, barbecue sauce, onions, and pickles. 70 ingredients. And even in this 10 meaty facts, they don't even give you all of the 70. There's more to a McRib than barbecue sauce, slathered pork on a bun with onions and pickles. The sandwich contains a 70 different ingredients, the least innocuous of which are pig bits like tripe, heart, and scalded stomach. Add in some azodicarbonamide, ammonium sulfate, Ethoxylated mono and diglycerides, and they did that's where they stopped. I mean, I want to know the 70. We got to get the list of the 70. Oh, because they're all going to be ethoxylated monos and diglycerides, azodarcarbonamide, ammonium sulfate, and pig bits, tripe, heart, scalded stomach. What are you supposed to do when you kill the pig? Throw the stuff away? No. No. You take the stomach, you boil it, you cook it, serve it on a McRib. All right, might as well continue uh, digging through the fat pile before we get to the break room and a few headlines on the water cooler. Uh, U.S. troops uh, drank almost all the beer in Iceland. Uh, tremendous story. American troops landed in Iceland in preparation for the uh, NATO military exercise. Uh, the NATO military exercise, um, they showed up. The exercise, there's going to be like six or 7,000 uh, soldiers there. And the exercise is um, called Trident Juncture. Trident Juncture. All right. So they show up and they're there from... Uh, End of October until the end of this week. All right. So they were there for a couple of weeks. They were like October 25th 
through the end of this week in November. November 7th, I think, is the last day that they're there. There's 10,000 vehicles, 150 aircraft, 65 naval vessels, uh, 50,000 troops from NATO's 29 allies, including Sweden and Finland. They're all taking part of the Trident Juncture. However, uh, once the Americans arrived uh, last week, the bar owners had to make emergency trips to suppliers in order to keep up with the demand by the Americans. One bar owner said, we're fighting an overwhelming force. They emptied the bars. They emptied the bars. One commanding general, though, when asked about it, uh, he's the uh, commanding general of uh, the Marine Corps' uh, second division, one of the lot of those divisions that the military has. You know what I'm talking about. There's some guy in charge of a few guys. And he's uh, got the title commanding general. Uh, who doesn't get a title like that? And uh, he was like, uh, yeah, I don't think there's going to be any more time. Uh, for our soldiers, uh, for my guys to be drinking uh, here for the uh, for the Trident Juncture. So he <laughs> he let them out. He let them out, and now he brought them back in and said, "Now nah, we're not going to drink the country dry. We, we got work to do. There's too much bad press. Have a nice day. But that was a polite way of saying, yeah, we're just not going to have the time. It's uh, not going to have a time. They've been very kind to us. This story kind of ticks me off a little because they want they do this these kind of stories to make us hate them and and there's no reason to hate them. Uh, billionaires made more money in 2017 than any year in recorded history. Good, uh, but see they want to tell you this is by Sophie Weiner. I don't know if there's any relation to Anthony. I just know they might be you know in the same family tree, the same Weiner tree. As most of the world spirals into apocalypse, is it? Is most of the world spiraling into an apocalypse, Sophie Weiner? Uh, billionaires are still still doing just fine. Good. How does what they make affect me, other than the possibility of having a job, creating jobs, creating things? It's no problem. I'm happy they're there. Whether they lose or make billions, I know they make a big deal about uh, uh, Bezos losing like 17 or 18 billion in a couple of days because of the stock market. Um, so I don't want him to lose money. I want that pie to get bigger. I want more pies made, more pieces of the pie. There's not just one pie. Sophie Weiner. There's multiple pies and you can get your piece of that multiple pie and make it your own. That's what the free market and capitalism does. That's what makes America great. But I know the rest of the world for you is spiraling into an apocalypse. Ugh. Foreign restaurant brands that could be your next domestic competitor. We did this already. Another story still in the pile. Thank you, Chris. With that pile. Drunk baggage handler falls asleep. Oh, see, this is how, how does this how does this really happen though? So, first of all, we got drunk baggage handlers, right? The guys that are out there on the tarmac, drunk. American Airlines says uh, the Piedmont airline employee. Have you ever flown Piedmont? I have. I've flown all these fine, fine airlines. Uh, was working uh, American Flight three sixty three on Saturday. Uh, it's a Boeing seven thirty seven left out of Kansas City International. 
the handler, uh, was in a heated and pressurized cargo hold. <laughs> Passes out. Uh, yeah, we uh, we we found him in in Chicago. <laughs> Passed out of drugs. So good. No charges were filed. He was sent back to Kansas City. You want to talk about a strong union? Right there is a strong union. The guy's drunk on the job, passes out, found in, in another airport. They set, they fly him back. They don't just leave him in the pressurized cargo bin and throw him underneath the next plane and fly him back. They flew him back inside. No charges. I was just grateful the handler wasn't injured. Are you? That's great. That's a strong union right there. I mean, that's why no wonder the oh, the head guy of American Airlines hates the unions. Oh, did I say that out loud? Uh, they're, they're always fighting the unions, and that's probably why. When you can get away with that as a worker, come on now. Well, could you keep your job if you fell asleep drunk? I think not. I think not. But if I fell asleep, passed out here drunk at the Mercury Studios, where would I end up? Wherever I passed out at. Hey, nobody's going to move me. There'll be all, there'll be tons of pictures. <laughs> I'll be, it'll be all over. Glenn would even be retweeting that. Jeffy drunk, passed out at work again. Yeah, he that I just tweeted Glenn Beck's tweet. Thank you. We won't go there. Uh, more news from American Airlines in the fat pile. Uh, this is one of my favorite stories, and why I why it's still in the fat pile I don't know because I wanted to get to it earlier this week. So a lady lands and uh she picks up the suitcase and gets it home opens it up and it's not her stuff none of her stuff is in it now it looks as though when you see the picture it looks like airline stuff uh looks baggage ties big ropes uh you know all that kind of stuff yellow jacket that kind of stuff that you'd need for workers uh, at the airport Guys that uh, are sober and or drunk on the tarmac. And she takes a picture of it and tweets American Airlines how bad they are. And they, they've stolen her luggage. And she's, I'll never fly American Airlines again. And that's it. Well, uh, now the, uh, the tweet uh, that she was beating up uh, American Airlines on uh, has been deleted. Uh, why was it deleted? Uh, because American Airlines uh, looked into it, and uh, she picked up the wrong bag. Uh, she picked up the wrong bag, and she tweeted, "Oh, they found my bag. It was just a mix-up." <laughs> oh, I apologize for the confusion. Thank you all in AA for helping me locate it. The jet lag must have really taken its toll. <laughs> I was going crazy. <laughs> going? Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. How about, uh, I know I said I'd never fly American again, but I will fly. <laughs> uh, uh, one thing I do find a little strange, though, is that, um, obviously, one of the first things I thought of when I read the story, and it was posted, you know, the, even some of the thread was like, it can't be her bag, right? It was all it was all work stuff, and she must have grabbed the wrong bag. Now, they made her fill out a form. She said uh, she filled out a form. Why wouldn't American Airlines at that time say, hey, we've got this extra bag here. Uh, this one kind of looks like yours, right? 
Looks like kind of the one that we were using with our stuff in it that you picked up. She claims it had $8,000 worth of items in it. Stop it. Do you fly, when you fly, are you flying with $8,000 worth of items in it? Uh, okay, I'm not talking about Kim Kardashian and Kanye flying with jewelry to take it to Paris to get robbed for an insurance scam. Oh, that's just me speculating now. I don't know that to be true. They did, you know, Kim did get robbed. They pulled Kanye off the stage. He had no part in it. He flew over to rescue his wife and be with his wife safely in Paris because she was robbed of, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of jewelry and an inside job at a time when he was begging Facebook for money. I just, I'm just, I'm not saying they had anything to do with it. It's just my speculation is all. Do you fly with that much jewelry? $8,000 worth of stuff? Come on now. Come on. Nobody. Nobody's flying American Airlines. American Airlines now. No one is flying American Airlines and putting their luggage underneath that has $8,000 worth of stuff in it. I believe that you fly with that much flying private. I believe that you maybe have a carry-on of a suit that you purchased or a dress and some jewelry that's your carry-on. I believe that. Luggage? No. No. I don't buy it. But they didn't have to worry about it anyway because she was the one that picked up the wrong stupid bag. Sorry, American Airlines. <laughs> this jet lag's really getting to me. <laughs> they don't have much to say, though, when they've got drunk people in their pressurized cargo bin underneath the plane passing out, flying to different cities, and doesn't get in trouble. That's a good gig. I need a drink. Desperately need a drink. Alec Baldwin was just arrested for punching somebody out during a parking dispute. Any reaction so good. to his arrest? Alec Baldwin. He punched somebody out during a par- parking dispute. I wish him luck. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Mr. President. So good. Even the press was laughing. Even the press was laughing. At Trump with his comments of Alec, what's he supposed to say? And then they said, that's it. He just shrugs his shoulders. Like, what do you want me to say? I'm busy. You hear, I'm getting ready to get on a plane. I'm busy. What do you want from me? You're always asking me everything, and I answer you. And then you make fun of me. Screw off. I wish Alec the best. A nut job plays me on Saturday Night Live. They thought it was funny. I don't think he's funny. I've already tweeted that. You already know that I don't like him. What do you want me to do? All right, so a couple things to remember here as long as we're in the break room. It's time change weekend. Today's November second, two thousand eighteen. So uh, we have to we have we we fall back. Remember, spring ahead, fall back. Time change weekend. So you have to get up at two a.m. Uh, Sunday morning. That's when the time change. All right, two a.m. Sunday morning. You can get up and change your clocks. And that's such a weird thing now because rarely does anyone have a clock that they set back anymore, right? I mean, I think I have one in the bathroom. I have one hanging up in the bathroom that's uh, – I just – I like it. I like I like it. And I have one in the closet. And I like it. It's an old clock that my grandparents had that uh, I like it, so I have to change that. Uh, you have to change the coffee maker, right? You got to change the, the oven. You got to change the clock on the oven. You got to change the clock on the microwave. Uh, that's the only – the rest of the clock's – Nobody wears a watch anymore. Nobody wears. Glenn is 
You have to change your, in the car, in your car. That's why That's why you need uh, Internet of Things, right? Everything connected. Because everything, phones, laptops, computers, uh, cable boxes, TVs, all change. Boom. Done. Uh, but that kind of stuff, yeah, that, what's left? Maybe it's cars, anything else, you know, whatever clocks you have, whatever little clocks you have. Some people still have an alarm clock uh, that isn't internet driven. So you got you, you know, you have to change that. Like I like the clock in the bathroom and I like the clock I have in the closet. Those are just battery power that were my, they're old clock. I like having clocks. I'm, I'm a radio guy. So it's, I, time is like important. I like to have the, I like to be able to see the time, but I don't like wearing watches anymore. I carry the phone. That's, imp- that's all. That's my time. Phone is your watch. I know Apple's trying to get me to wear their Apple watch and everything, but and, and even Samsung and you know they they all want you to wear their watches. No, thank you. Watches stopped. All right, watches. The people who wear watches now are the people that oh, I liked watches. That's when it was a good time. I got to wear jewelry and wear this big watch on my wrist. Glenn. Anyway, the um, and I used to like watches. I still have there. I still have some watches in, in boxes. I'm not wearing them. Just no. The feel it's so it's so cumbersome now to have a watch on you know it's just like you're feeling you're trapped this watch on i know don't look at me like that it's just the way it is uh oven microwave coffee maker um what else anything i think that's it right maybe a little bit of clocks oven microwave uh coffee maker that's it so you're good that's all that's not very many things anymore I mean, it's the same things as it always was. So, about it. You really haven't saved. <laughs> really haven't saved anything. You got a couple cable boxes and TVs that change on their own. Big deal. Your phone changes. Big deal. But if you have the Internet of Things, it all changes. You don't have to worry about it. Move on. Kind of like that. Um. What else? Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody this weekend. Uh, opens this weekend. It's gonna, it'll be the number one movie for sure. Uh, it'll, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I don't know if I'm going to see it tonight, but I will see it this weekend because my kids want to go see it. I even think uh, my mother-in-law wants to go see it, so I'm going to roll her butt in there. Um, what are you looking at me like that for? Bohemian Rhapsody. Queen. Queen. Freddie Mercury. And it's going to be PG-13, so you're not going to get the full amount of uh, Freddie love. Uh, for PG-13. You're going to get the beginnings of, hey, let's go to this party, and you're going to see maybe a slight butt crack, and then that's going to be it. Yeah, you're going to, and then that's it. You're not going to get the, you're going to get the, uh, go behind the, the, the hotel door, the hotel door closes. Uh, the, the, the door what do they call the little door, the door fringes that hang in front of the doors? You know, the party the parties have, you go through the fringes. What do they call those stupid? You know what I'm talking about. The little the little things. You know what I'm talking about? The, the little things. They'll go behind those. You'll see those start to move and wiggle. they got to be called something other than door bead curtains or door. Right? There's got to be, they got to have a name for them. A hippie doorway. That, that You know what I'm talking about when I say hippie doorway. I know. But they've got to be called. <laughs> there has to be an actual name, doesn't there? No? Hippie doorway. You know what I'm talking about. 
That's what you're going to see is a hippie doorway. And uh, then that's going to be the end, PG-13. You're going to just have to guess what's going on behind the hippie doorway. All right. All right. No problem. Keep plowing through the fat pile here. We're not going to make the whole fat pile, are we? No, we're not going to make the whole fat pile. So let me tell you about uh, Mercury Real Estate Services. You know, I keep reading stories about uh, people having a hard time selling their homes, people trying to buy homes. The home market in the Dallas-Fort Worth area is, every time I look around, they're building on every square inch of land they can find. So if you want to sell your home, now is the time. But to get the most money and to get the best deal and to get it sold quickly, you're going to need a professional. And that's when you need realestateagentsitrust.com. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We've got agents all over the country. They're fans of the Blaze Network, so they're good people, and they want to help you sell your home and get the most money. And if you need other services, too, like, uh, I don't know, buy a home. Buy a home. Get with them. Realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll get the best people on it. You know, it's not like, uh, you know, I used to know a guy that uh, always had a for sale sign in front of his house. And uh, his his line was always, well, if somebody comes up and offers me the right amount of money, I'll move. Okay, will you? No. No, you won't because it's up there forever. But if you really wanted to sell your home, that's when you don't want the for sale sign up there forever and ever and ever. And that's exactly how this company got started because Glenn and Tanya's house was up for sale forever and ever and ever and ever and ever because they you know, were kind enough to hire – uh, a third cousin twice removed to try to sell the place instead of actually getting a professional and doing it right. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Back to the fat pile. I mean, so we're already close to 50 minutes of this podcast. Now, I could go for another three hours. Like, I started this podcast off telling you how it's done and how what my thought process is behind whether I, we want to go for, you know, three-hour podcast or, a, you know, 45-minute podcast. And so, I was just told from Chris Cruz, we're at 48. You haven't shut up. And I'm, I've still got a lot of fat and a lot of stories, too. Thank you. You can do a rim shot there. And, uh... We're, I mean, I could just go on and on. I guess we could carry it over to Saturday, do a little bit of, do a little bit of weekend fat, dig through a little bit of weekend fat a little. But until then, I mean, this has been chewing the fat. Thank you, appreciate it. Subscribe, rate, review, share. Twenty stars, best podcast ever. Share with anyone. Have a great weekend. Don't forget to change your clock back. I don't want you to come to work early on Monday, right? Right, because you gained the hour. Nice. Nice. Oh, yeah. An extra hour of sleep. (laughs) 